I'm Carla Reeves, and this is Differently. Whether you feel stuck in survival, navigating a change, or seeking more for your life, may this podcast be your weekly nudge to take a risk to build a life that is uniquely bold, authentic, and in alignment with your deepest values. After a decade of coaching individuals from corporate leaders to creative artists to multi-million dollar CEOs, I'm convinced we are far closer than we realize to what we deeply desire, and it's a willingness to do differently that can change everything. Hey, Differently listeners, today's episode is a short, unscripted conversation that Quentin, my husband, and I had, and we want to share it with you. It's about the struggle and the gift of being present. Okay. So we're going to talk about being present today. All right. (laughs) Are you present right now? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So if we're talking about being present, how often are you present in your daily life? Like we have been having this kind of running joke when we go on our hikes and when we go, it's like be in the moment, which has turned into be in the minute. But how often we are in our heads thinking about the future to come rather than exactly where we are. Yeah, it's crazy, you guys. I mean, we have to pull ourselves back into the moment over and over and over and over again. I mean, we're literally hiking and we're planning our meals and we're planning what we're going to do later and we're planning the next hike we're going to (laughs) do instead of actually being on the hike we're in. Yes. So I think most people live that way. Um, And it takes a lot of diligence to bring yourself out of it because your mind just goes and goes and goes and sometimes feels like it just never shuts off. You have to like learn to turn the tap down. Yes. I once heard a quote that said, We're better at planning our lives than actually living them. And that is so true. So do you have clients that struggle with this? 100%. And how do, what do you teach them? How do you um, help them? Is it just an awareness? What, what helps them overcome and be present? I mean, I think, I think it is an awareness. I think it's first just recognizing and owning and taking responsibility that you're not. Yes. For responsibility for your thoughts, for your brain. Yes. Yes. And so that's, I think that's kind of our running joke brings us out whenever we catch ourselves. It's like be in the minute, be in the moment. And it, it goes to everything, our hike, having dinner, making love, like anything that we do is, be in the moment rather than in the future or in the past. Yeah, because I mean, you guys have probably had the experience. It's like you're doing something, you're with someone, but you can tell, you can feel that they're not there or that you're not there. And it's energetically, we know it, we feel it. You can tell when someone leaves the conversation or they're they're so busy thinking about what they're going to say next or what they're going to do next that they're not hearing you or being with you or understanding you or actually hearing you. And it's 
that you know it's kind of corny they say um you know it's what what's the like being present is a gift right the what's the um there's a quote or saying around that but it truly yes. is a gift that we give each other that's why we other. call it a present yeah <laughs> I don't know Something what that, like that. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's right on the tip of my tongue. I'll think about it later. <laughs> I'm trying to be in the moment. <laughs> and the be in the minute was just a mishap. We were hiking and I meant to say be in the moment and I said be in the minute. And then we kind of liked that better because it it gave us a little leeway. We could we could travel a little ahead or a little behind and still be present. Yes. <laughs> it's so good. It's been really good. Yes. And so what, what do we do with it now? Like what, what do you get out of being present? Maybe we need to explain to people, like, what is it you get? What is the gift? Well, I think, I think the illusion is that we're going to get to some day when we're more organized, we've achieved all the things we've gotten, you know, we've raised the kids or the kids are older or um, we have more balance in our lives. And then we're really going to live our lives and be present. But it's that's a lie. It's a lie that keeps us distracted and on a treadmill. And I think that the gift of being present is all the things we actually want. It's like, it's love, it's deep connection, it's, um, you know, deep work. Like when I'm working and I want to do really quality, thoughtful work, it requires presence and being right here instead of trying to do 10 things at one time. So it's, I believe it's all the things we really deeply want. Yeah. So it's intimacy, right? Like you get an intimate, um, whether you're with someone or even with yourself, like if you're present, you get to be present and intimate with yourself or even with God. If you feel God when you're present, like. Or uh, whatever you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that sometimes it's too intimate is why we distract ourselves? Do you think that's possible? I think it's uncomfortable. I know it was uncomfortable for me. And I want to just separate for a minute because I think people think of the word, I was actually on a call yesterday where, you know, I said intimacy and she instantly related that to sex. And I, I think those are two totally separate things. Um, but intimacy is uncomfortable. And I know for myself and my clients that often we escape into other things like work or um, productivity or just uh, being on the achievement cycle or our kids or busyness around the house. And, the and we don't list. have time. Yeah. The to-do list. We don't have time because it feels scary. It's not scary for you, is it? No, not really. Not for me. Has it always been that way? I think it depends I don't know. I don't know. It's definitely not as big of an issue for me as it is for you, I think. But um, hey, hey, let's not talk about my issues. Whatever. <laughs> I have lots of them. You do not. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not scared of it. I don't know that there's anything to be scared of. But I think you have to get to a point where you are... Um, Less judgmental of yourself. 
Like, I think that's where the fear is. I think people have so many judgments of their, their self that they can't be intimate. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Or but fear of judgment. It might not mm-hmm. be judgment. It might be just fear of judgment. I'm not sure. I'm I'm looking at it in kind of all ways, right? Like I'm I'm I try to be present, but I'm also now looking at our kids are grown and I think, oh, how many times did I was I not present as they were growing up? You know, how many intimate moments did I miss with the boys when they were little? When they wanted to me to watch them throw the ball or kick it or you know, and I was busy doing something and I don't have time to watch right now. You know, daddy, watch this, watch this. And how many times did we miss? You know what I mean? Like how how often we miss our life by not being present. So true. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think it's just something that people need to really practice in all areas. It, it, I think it is a practice. I mean, I don't know that you ever like master this. But it's, I, I think I always think of it like a, like I'm holding a helium balloon and like I let go and it floats away and then I can see it and I can grab the string and pull it back. Like that's how I think about it. It's like it's constantly kind of floating up in the air, but I can just grab the string and bring it right back. And just one of the ways that helps me a lot is just to tap into my senses. Like what do I see? What do I feel like I can touch my fingers together, or I can touch the surface of a desk or what I what do I see out my window? What are the colors? What are what is the temperature of the room? Like the my five senses help me to come back always. What helps you? R- remaining calm. Calm helps me. Mm-hmm. Like um relaxation. Like trying to, even when there's stressful things going on, trying to like relax me, breathing, but an awareness that I am starting to not be calm. That helps me bring it back. Yeah, that makes me think of, um, I take people through the positive intelligence work that is around mental fitness and is a lot around, you know, being present and being mindful. And I was on a call this week with a couple and they talked about presencing by just embracing and hugging each other. And you and I do that, you know, where we'll just hug and just hold each other and maybe even say a prayer, right? And that that always helps me so much. Yeah, it just brings you right back to the moment. Mm-hmm. Let's let's go. Let's go of all of the. Is it anxiety? Just the motor. It just calms the motor down. It does, and I think that we've been, or I've been, really noticing that motor. Like there are certain times of life, or seasons of life, or parts of the week where that motor is just like running high. And we've been talking about like, is that a um. Like a, is that my motor or am I picking up on the energy of like a global, like a global, yes, because it, it's same seems to go in waves where I'm not only feeling that way, but my clients are all feeling that way in the same week where their minds is just running and fabricating all kinds of things that create anxiety and stress. And, um, so I think that's so true. Yeah. So you also have other 
uh, podcasts about presence, right? Don't you have one about being present before? I think we did one with you. Oh, we did? <laughs> Maybe that's my gig, being present. I think it is. You've taught me so much about that. And you're, you know, I think this is something too for you guys listening, like your strong presence, like when you're present, it helps me be present. And so when we're present, we can help people in our lives. You know, when somebody else is spinning out or stressing out, one of the greatest gifts we can give is just to bring a calm presence, right? And not get into their spin. Yeah. And you, you do that for me a lot. Thank you. <laughs> uh, well, I think this is just one of those tools that I think people need to be aware of. And I think it's just good to share and practice. I think so too. It's been coming up a lot for us and we wanted to just bring it into the conversation with you and have you kind of take a look in your own life. How is this happening for you and where are there places maybe you can grab a hold and pull that helium balloon down and uh, make a difference in the little moment you're in. Love it. Hey, thanks for tuning into this episode of Differently. I hope it stirred your thinking and I invite you to take one inspired action from something that stood out to you. If you want to hear more conversations like this, be sure to hit follow on your favorite podcast app. And if this episode could impact someone you know, please help us spread the word and pass it along. Remember, new episodes drop weekly. See you next week.